Hello, spooky people, and welcome to another episode. I am your resident spooky drag queen, Pissy Miles. And I'm your resident spooky smartass, Sam Baxter. And, and this, this is, is my, my spooky, spooky gay, gay family. Hello there, Sam Baxter. <laughs> Hello, Pussy Miles. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing okay. It's been quite a day, but I, at the moment, I have like, <clears throat> I have like instant karma problems. <laughs> <laughs> okay. David was like walking into the other room, and he got pizza today because he's starting his diet the other or uh, tomorrow, and I he got like Domino's. Like shitty thin crust pizza, and mm-hmm. it's like Domino's sucks anyway. Even when it's the regular pizza, it sucks. But it was pizza, so I looked at it and I was like, ah, maybe like one little bite that'd be nice. And I literally just took like one little bite, and I don't know if it's crust or a piece of like pepperoni or something is like stuck in my front tooth and I cannot get it. I just used like floss. I used my toothbrush. I used mouthwash. I've used my fingernails. I like everything. I've tried to get this fucking thing out and I cannot get it. And it's literally like the diet gods were like, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> so I'm suffering through it. How's your diet going? Um, It's going well today. It was kind of a cheat day, but not really. Why is it a cheat day? What did you cheat with? Um, I had Cheesecake Factory for dinner. Mm. Um, I so have not had, I had Cheesecake Factory in a long time. I had like a soda and mm. I had like a burger and I haven't had soda in a month. So like now I'm all <laughs> sugar high. <laughs> but like, <laughs> Wee! uh, yeah, but, like, I mean, yeah. Let's, you know, everyone has their cheat days, mm-hmm. but you know, tomorrow it's back to the grind. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my baked chicken and my veggie sides you can try more exciting things today, i know i can i today i made a uh, turkey meatloaf mm-hmm. it actually came out great i used uh sugar-free ketchup which you know if if that's not your thing then do you but um it actually came out great like it's it's very moist it has like onions and and like roasted onions and garlic in it and uh all kinds of delicious things and i like of course i'm the asshole who's like reading this recipe online and i'm like it calls for one pound of ground turkey and i took one look at a pound of ground turkey and i was like this is not enough like (laughs) so i doubled the whole recipe and wouldn't you know it that filled the loaf pan and I was like, who are these people that write these recipes? And it's like, how did you make this out of a pound of turkey? I don't know. They were too busy writing their fucking life story over the ingredients list anyway. Oh my <laughs> God. It makes me fucking insane. 
It makes they're like they're like I made this on a Thursday because my husband used to own turkeys as a child and he used to go turkey hunting in his backyard and it's like <laughs> nobody cares nobody cares no like as we sit here talking about our diets but my point is like <laughs> if you want to start a diet blog go the fuck ahead but I don't need the story of like why you're doing this thing I came here because I like no one was like surfing the web and they're like oh an article about turkey meatloaf uh, dare i like <laughs> you came here looking for a turkey meatloaf recipe this was not something you like stumbled upon and you were looking for some leisurely reading like post the fucking recipe at the top if you want to put your shitty blog article at the bottom be my fucking guest that way i don't have to fucking read it and it's always like a mile long. it's never like a paragraph or two it's like 45 fucking minutes of some person drone on about how like this was they were inspired to make turkey meatloaf because their mother was adopted by turkeys it's like (laughs) no one cares it does not matter no one cares uh but it was a pretty good recipe that said (laughs) i you know if you double it and add more spices it's delicious and that's the thing anytime i see that a recipe was made by a white person i'm like i'm going to double all of the measurements not only for the the like every like the core the meat mm-hmm. and all that shit but i'm also going to double the measurements of the spices yeah. i don't know who makes these recipes like <laughs> you read it and they're like to like a pound of turkey they're like add 1 teaspoon of oregano and it's like who are you you in a pound of turkey you wouldn't even fucking know it was there like i literally did it liberally to to taste yeah i mean not to taste you you can't taste the turkey before no. you cook it but like <laughs> sorry i'm just picturing you <laughs> like licking, licking the turkey, turkey. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. um and it's even worse because it's ground turkey i know <laughs> it's it's bad but um i do it like visually if if i look at it and i can't see the flecks of like oregano and parsley and mm-hmm. all that in it i know i have not put enough in yeah and it's like what goes into a fucking meatloaf i used almond flour to make it low carb mm-hmm. i used uh two eggs two pounds of turkey and then just like I, I, there was like cooked onions and uh garlic in there but like there, it was like one tablespoon of of roasted garlic. And it's like what? one tablespoon. That's like, like half a clove. That's what I'm saying. And so, I what what I do is I get the pre minced garlic yeah, and I, I just like, like I just scoop that shit yeah. right into the pan. And it's like until I'm happy. <laughs> one heaping serving spoon of garlic, <laughs> literally like a ladle of garlic. Um, and so I. I, I did the garlic, I did the, pe- the I almost said the peppers. The uh, Although peppers in meatloaf would probably be pretty good. Yeah, peppers. Pretty you did much some red peppers in, in your meatloaf. Um, I did I did the yellow onion, I did the garlic, and the, I roasted them, and then I threw it all in the fucking thing, and then just like pummeled that shit with oregano and parsley mm-hmm. and uh, basil, and like so fucking easy. And I mean, the thing I didn't realize is that turkey meatloaf is so dense I guess any meatloaf is so dense. It has to cook for like over an hour. I cooked yeah. mine for almost an hour and 15 minutes. And it came out great. 
it was mm-hmm. it was delicious and I'm probably gonna have some after we're done here but uh I was I was just like who anytime I read a recipe I've never seen someone get the the spices right and I'm like do they do this on purpose for people with slighter tastes I'm honestly not sure because I run into the same problem which is why I tend to look up recipes for like cook time and oven temperature yeah and, and not of, really the spi- yeah i wing the spices yeah and you have to because it's like any t- every single recipe every single one i have never seen one that used enough spices for my flavoring no because it's, it's and it's like they're not even crazy spices it's oregano it's basil and it's parsley it's not like i'm it's not like we're talking about like chipotle chili powder like <laughs> It's not like if you add a lot, it, you're going to be like, oh, my God, what are these? Oh, my tongue is on fire. It's like it, I put in, I, I mean, it had to have been several tablespoons yeah. of spice, of each of the spices. You know what I mean? And it came out great. I was very happy with the way it tasted by the time I was done. And it's like, it just makes me nuts. I don't know why I, I run into this problem a lot. I, like constantly, I feel like. I do know one person who I think follows those recipes. <laughs> I think I know who it is. And I'm going to redact the name of this person to protect the innocent. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. I, does I went she to, like them that way? I think she does. I've never asked her. Hmm. Um, but I have been to her house on one occasion and was served garlic chicken where I could not taste garlic. Like there was no garlic. There was no garlic. <laughs> <laughs> and like. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong like, person. You know, we're half Italian. So it's like. And when you, know you say garlic chicken, I expect there to be like a roasted bulb of garlic on a piece of chicken. Like I want a garlic stuffed with chicken. Yeah. That's what I want. <laughs> like, I want elephant garlic with a chicken cutlet in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. That's, that's it. Oh, a breaded chicken cutlet just covered in garlic. Oh, my God. I'm going to, I'm like drooling on the fucking microphone now. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because, like you said, we grew up in an Italian house. And I know that Grandpa Carl was not a fan of what, what everyone lovingly called spicy food meaning like it was not like heavily seasoned yeah um and so our food growing up was not heavily seasoned which was always kind of funny to me it's like as an adult my it was like someone like opened a door to a new world because jessica would take me out to like all these restaurants the first time i had indian food was with jess the first time i had uh i think the first time i had ethiopian food was with jess or maybe it was with I don't know, but like as an adult trying all these like different um these different cuisines that like were just not, like growing up we never had Indian food in the house. No. Like I can't think of a single time. No. But I love Indian food. I love curry, I love spicy food. So like it's just interesting to me that there are people who exist that like don't like like seasoned food. I mean, my understanding is that it's, like, overwhelming for them. Like, and I don't know if it's just my (laughs) my taste buds are deadened or something, but, like, I don't understand it. I I don't know. I don't know. It's not. I I know my taste buds aren't deadened. I don't smoke. I don't do anything crazy. I don't have COVID. Like, I can taste everything. And it's like, I still want, I still want my food to be well seasoned. It's like, 
I, I, I've never had a chicken breast and been like, you know what? This could use less of flavor. Like I've, I, I, <laughs> it's one of the most like bland foods in the fucking world. I, I just, it makes me crazy reading these recipes online because I, I never trust, I never trust their spice medley. Yeah, no. Or I should say measurements. I, I trust the medley. I don't trust the measurements. That's fair. Unless I... it's like, like, I remember when I was looking, I wanted to try making mac and cheese from scratch mm-hmm. it, during quarantine back before I was on a low carb diet. And immediately I searched for mac and cheese recipes on YouTube mm-hmm. because I could see the person who was making it. Yeah. And the only videos I clicked on were people of color. <laughs> Cuz I was like I was like there's no way I'm going to make mac and cheese that is going to be any kind of good if it is not a person of color making it. Um and I did. I found a fucking banging mac and cheese recipe and it kills me because now I can't fucking eat it. But <laughs> I would kill to make that mac and cheese again. It was so fucking good. it had like smoked paprika and like chili powder and like all this like all these like great spices it was so delicious oh it was so fucking good and she and it like no measurements she was no. just like banging on the bottom of the bottle being like yeah when it looks good it, it tastes good <laughs> like and i was like yes you are absolutely right you are absolutely right um and that is my that is my advice to anyone who is taking up cooking in quarantine if it looks good it tastes good yes um have you been cooking anything exciting not really no no i've been sticking to my my meal prep what what do you make with your chicken um i go to trader joe's and get frozen sides and i microwave them what kind of frozen sides um yesterday i had a multi-grain blend with like veggies like peas and corn and carrots and stuff i just learned that david apparently love peas <laughs> he loves peas peas are tasty i mean i guess but they're, they just seem like such a a weird little vegetable to me it's like <laughs> they're just these little things that pop like that's all they don't really have much of a taste to me i don't know i like like pea soup and and things like that i mean i guess for me they're more of a texture component that's fair it's like when you eat a chicken pot pie, I love when there's peas in it because then mm-hmm. there's like the the chicken and then you get that nice little like pop of the peas. You know what I mean? Like boba tea? Kind of. It's like boba tea <laughs> with a chicken. <laughs> it's chicken boba tea. That's how I would describe. <laughs> That's how I would describe chicken no. pot pie. Chicken boba tea. No, um, I fucking hate boba tea. I, if I'm being honest, I've never had it. So It's so gross. Is it? It's just so gross because like the little, the little tapioca balls come up and they're slimy and they're it's like. <laughs> See, like, I like little little things like that. That's fair, but like in college, everyone I knew was fucking obsessed with it, mm-hmm. and like they'd be like, "Oh, let's go get boba tea." I'm like, "Let me get anything else." Does it like, taste literally like, anything else? Does it taste like, or I guess I should say, does it have the texture of mochi? Kinda, except more wet. It's a little mm. like what I imagine eating frog eggs would be like. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had caviar? I have had caviar, yes. Is it good? Yeah. What does it taste like? It's um it depends on what you get. I'm sure what I had was not terribly high quality, but it was it was a little salty mostly. But like what is the primary taste? Like salt? 
it's kind of like like salty it's boba tea. To, no, <laughs> it's hard to describe. Like I, I liked caviar, but um, is it fishy? A little bit. Like again, depending on the quality of the caviar you get. Mm. But um, because a a really like high quality caviar is very expensive, right? Extremely expensive. Really? Yes. Like like what price range are we talking? Like, like hundreds, hundreds of, of dollars. dollars. Jesus. For like the really really good shit. But like, is it that good? Is it like something you would pay? I have no of idea because I've never had it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a French restaurant in Asbury Park called Pascal and Sabines, and uh, that was the place I first tried escargot and last tried escargot. Um, See, I like escargot. It's it's a garlicky <laughs> booger. That's I was like because they made me. I went with friends and uh, I went with Christy Girlington. <laughs> Okay. Uh, who is I always say she's the closest thing I have to a drag mother because she was the first drag queen I ever like went and saw live and like met and performed with and like I learned so much from her and uh Brooklyn Herrera and uh who else was who else was there um god I can't think of her drag name Morgan uh mm-hmm. Morgan Morgan Lestrange not Morgan Lestrange. Le Fay. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm, a, I'm so tired. I have had the longest week. Morgan Le Fay. Uh, it was Morgan Le Fay, Christy Girlington, uh, Brooklyn Herrera. They were all like my drag family when I first started. So I went to get French food with uh, Christy Girlington for her birthday. And David and I went and I tried the escargot. And it's like, everything tastes great. Mm. That is on top of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this would be like, imagine how much more enjoyable this would be if it was just bread. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, why does it have to be a fucking snail? Why? Why? Here's the thing. I tried escargot at a different restaurant. It's called the Garlic Rose. I mean, it sounds delicious. It's Where amazing. is it? New it's in, um, no, it's in crap. It's in Cranford. Cranford. Yes. Huh. Is it still there? I think so. I don't know. I haven't been back. If you're long. listening and you're in New Jersey, let me know. Have you ever been to the the, the garlic, garlic rose? Because uh, I'd love to go. That sounds delicious. It's absolutely delicious. There's garlic in everything. <laughs> Even the desserts. <laughs> yes, they make garlic ice cream. And it's what? actually not bad. Sarah and I tried it. It was pretty good. Uh, it's like roasted garlic ice cream. So I'm going to withhold sweet... judgment yeah, until fine. I've had a, a fair taste. But <laughs> th- I will say my eyes are bleeding. Like, what <laughs> roasted garlic ice cream sounds foul. No, but... it tasted pretty good. Oh, God. <laughs> what did you have when you went? Um, we had escargot. And how was it? It was it was delicious. It was just, it was snails and garlic butter. Did you have more than one? Yeah, I think I had three or four. God. <laughs> what? Did you like lay snail eggs that night? Like, I don't, they, it's so gross to me. They're like a little slimy garlic booger. They're, they're, they're so gross. I hate them. I don't know. It wasn't any different to me than eating like a mussel. I don't eat mussels. Well, that that's a problem if you're going to eat snail. No. <laughs> I, hate, I don't like, I don't like. I'm very much a texture person. There are a lot of flavors mm-hmm. I will try, but there are certain textures that I'm just like, I can't do it. <laughs> Snails are definitely one of them. Oh, they're so gross looking. But anyway. But anyway. 
Wait, what else did you have? You had escargot. Uh, I don't remember what I had for an entree. Like this was years ago. No. Oh, I'm so in- I'm so intrigued now. I want to go to the Garlic Rose. It's a wonderful restaurant. If it's still there, then I would encourage. I'm like you. kind of. I almost want to like look up right now and see if it still exists. I love the idea of like a garlic themed uh, restaurant. I because you we were just saying I love. Uh, oh, it says it's in Madison. Oh, oh, it's permanently closed. Oh, that's sad. Oh. Wait, the one in Cranford is open. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, oh, maybe maybe you went to the Cranford one. Yeah, no, I definitely went to the Cranford Is it a chain? No, I think they just had more than one location. Oh. Huh. <clears throat> is it is it open now? Uh, no, it is closed at the moment. Well, I don't mean at the moment, but I mean like in the midst of quarantine. It seems to be, yes. Oh, how lovely. Oh, I really want to go now. Oh, and they have live music. Oh, Sam. <laughs> oh, this is lovely. I feel like Linda Belcher right now. Um, oh, and speaking of, can I humble brag for a second? Go ahead. Uh, do you know who followed me on Instagram? Who? John Roberts, not the, the Supreme Court <laughs> not the Supreme Court Justice. John Roberts, the voice of Linda Belcher, <laughs> followed me on Instagram, and I was like. Oh my God, I can die happy now. <laughs> He's from New Jersey. I believe that completely. Uh, yeah, 100%. Uh, and I love, if you're listening, John Roberts, I love you to death. Um, oh, that's so exciting. I, I really want to give this a shot. Um, I want to go to Garlic Rose. <laughs> I have not eaten out in months. I really haven't. I don't cheat on my diet very often. I Because... Excuse me, I'm, I'm literally belching because I had a Weight Watchers uh, string cheese. I, uh, because of my diabetes, it's easier for me to control my blood sugars if I am controlling what I'm eating. And so it's easier for me to know what I'm eating if I'm fucking cooking it. Um, and so I... I haven't eaten out at all, but all of this is kind of in preparation for me learning to like carb count and stuff because I think I'm going to try the pump. Mm -hmm. And I've heard a lot of people having success eating out on the pump as long as you can find a way to kind of accurately count your carbs. So maybe when I get the pump, my first my first outing will be the garlic rose. We can all go to you, me, Sarah, and David can go to the Garlic Rose and I will enjoy some not escargot. Yes, you don't have to have the escargot. I wonder if they would make me everything that goes on the escargot on bread. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Just like cheesy bread. Possibly. Ooh. I'm sure they would make you cheesy bread as long as they're allowed to put garlic on it in some form. Oh, I uh, garlic cheesy bread? Yeah. Delicious. Garlic cheesy (laughs) snails? Gross. (laughs) Like, let's just call a spade a spade here. <laughs> um, but anyway, but anyway. <laughs> let's uh, let now that we are, what is it, half an hour into this fucking podcast, um, we are very excited to be back with another episode today, kids. We are going to be talking about an, uh, uh, a St. Patty's Day classic. Yeah, why not? <laughs> oh, and speaking of St. Patty's Day, mm-hmm. uh, do you want to... Wish anyone a uh, happy day. 
I mean, I did say so yesterday, but happy birthday, Sarah. <laughs> I'm sure that you did. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We're wishing uh, a Sam's wife, Sarah, a very, very happy birthday publicly here on the podcast so that everyone knows how loved and appreciated she is. Um I'm I'm very uh, excited about our episode this week because we are talking about a, a St. Patty's Day horror classic. <laughs> it is, I don't even know what to call it, like a horror camp nonsense bullshit kind of bad <laughs> movie. Like, it is a bad movie. It, it is, is a, a bad movie. It is an objectively movie. bad movie. I can't, most times I will be, I will shy away from saying that. I'll be like, it has its merits. And it's like, no, this is a bad movie. It, it is. is poorly written. It is oddly directed. I will say that there are a lot of things I like about it. Yes. Um, but the writing is certainly not one. <laughs> uh, we are talking, of course, about the one and only... Leprechaun, <laughs> a St. Patty's the one Day that classic. Started it all. All of what? I'm it afraid. It has six sequels, which is mind-boggling. Each more ridiculous and terrible than the last. You know what? I will say I like. I don't know what it is. Is it the second one where it's in Vegas? I think it might be the second one. I think it's, it's been the a while one. since I watched them. I like that one better because they really leaned more into the camp. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, this one is very campy, but they lean way more into it in the second one, and uh, they make the leprechaun start speaking in rhyme, Yeah, which I loved. It's like, they kind of found all the nuances of this weird little character they created, and I really appreciated it. Um, Leprechaun is a a horrendous movie that was made (laughs) and distributed in 1993 by Trimark Pictures. It was written and directed by Mark Jones. It stars Warwick Davis, who you all Mm -hmm. know uh, as literally every little person in a movie before, like, probably even up until Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Um, Warwick Davis was, uh, he was in... uh, Star Wars, he was in um what's what's that fucking movie that scared the shit out of me as a kid? Willow? Willow, he was in Willow. <laughs> uh he was obviously in Leprechaun. He was in so 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 many movies. Um and in this one he plays the Leprechaun. Yeah. It also stars Jennifer Aniston and it stars uh Ken Olant as uh Nathan and I have a lot to talk about. <laughs> When it comes to Ken or Ken Olant, uh, this man, not to jump ahead of myself, but he is a travesty to everything. God. He is just a disgrace to everything that it entails to be a human. Um, and I will go into further detail as we talk about this movie. Okay. What, 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 what are your general feelings about this movie before we get too caught up in everything? It's weird for me because I want to like it because it's the kind of schlocky yeah. horror that generally I, you know, take and keep as my own and name it George and I love it. <laughs> but for some reason, this one always hits me a little differently and I I just, I can't stand it. Like, like I don't hate it because like you said, on its face, it is a good idea yeah. and like... 
It is about an evil leprechaun that goes on a murderous rampage looking for a piece of his missing gold that was stolen uh, a decade ago by a drunk Irishman (laughs) named named Daniel O'Grady. And it's like, this is prime camp. Yes. This is crazy. Yes, it is. I shouldn't say a piece of his gold. It's all of his 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 entire pot of gold was stolen by this guy, Mr. O'Grady. And uh <clears throat> excuse me. It is just like this whole movie is ripe for humor. Yes. And it achieves a lot of it. Like a lot of the humor is good, mm-hmm. but then I think there's a lot of it that's kind of unintentional. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, there there are a couple moments in here where I don't think that the movie itself is in on the joke, so to speak. Mostly towards the end, I feel. Yeah, it gets kind of it gets kind of Meryl Streepy in the last like half hour, and it's like I don't understand how you could possibly play this straight. It's not even that it's Meryl Streepy; it's just that like things stop making sense, like. Her having to believe to find the fucking clover and the clover yeah. patch. And it's like, he's talking about how getting his gold back gives him his powers back. But it's like, he's been driving a toy car around. Like, yeah. if you didn't have magical powers, how were you driving this fucking car? He's been appearing in random places. Like, yeah. he's been uh, uh, not transfiguring. He's been... Uh, like telekinesis yeah he's been teleporting he's yeah. been like teleporting into refrigerators and it's like if you don't have your powers how the fuck did you get in the fridge you little bastard like <laughs> the he's whole just running thing, around really fast yeah the whole thing just uh it's just a bit strange it is a bit strange um let's let's start with what what do you like about this movie <clears throat> um mostly warwick davis yeah, Warwick Davis is absolutely lovable in this part. He does a phenomenal job. And the thing I love most about him is that... Oh, and Masters of the Universe. He was yes, in Masters, Masters of the of Universe. The universe. Um, <laughs> before I get too far away. Um, he makes this character so lovable. I said I, I said at one point... I, I, I have like a million fucking notes... Uh, and I said, uh, what did he go to the Freddy Krueger school of horror villains? <laughs> it's like, he he's like, at one point, he, his hand gets like stuck on a burner and he yeah. peels it off with a spatula. And then he looks at the camera and he's like, we're cooking now, kids. And it's yeah. like, what is happening? <laughs> like, he's in on the joke. Yeah. And so. And no one else is. Nobody. Nobody <laughs> else is. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just is such a like. It's such a good camp movie. Uh, Even, uh, like, starting right at the beginning, because obviously it starts with, like, him pursuing Mr. O'Grady all the way to North Dakota, because, Lord knows, the Irish population in North Dakota. It's it's (laughs) like we're back in Halloween 3. Um, (laughs) He pursues him to uh, North Dakota to kind of, like, uh, to get his gold back, but then it's like, when he gets there, he's not a very good leprechaun. No, he's not. Like, I feel like the reason this whole movie happens is more to do with the fact that he is a bad leprechaun than the <laughs> fact that Mr. O'Grady is a good treasure hunter. Like, he gets to North Dakota and Mr. O'Grady's wife is there. And uh, instead of, like, looking for Mr. O'Grady, he goes and attacks this poor woman. And... His poor wife is literally, like, just trying to make 
a, a cup of tea. Yeah. It's like she is literally just trying to enjoy this gorgeous farmhouse and a cup of tea. And then her fucking asshole husband brings home, home this like bloodthirsty munchkin. And and <laughs> she and she's like, what the fuck are you doing in my suitcase? And he pushes her down the stairs yeah. into the basement and kills her. It's like she didn't do shit. She didn't take anything. Poor, I felt really bad for Mrs. O'Grady. Yeah, no, she's kind of the only one in this movie that I was like, that's really unnecessary. Um, Yeah, unnecessary. I would say she's probably the only one that's unnecessary. I did like Jennifer Aniston in this movie. Yeah, no, Jennifer Aniston is good. You know, I think she's kind of an underrated actress. That's fair. Do you, are you a fan of Jennifer Aniston? Um, I don't know that I would call myself a fan. I don't hate her. By any means. Um, but like, I don't like Jennifer Aniston being in a movie isn't a selling point to me. Mm. I, I mean, I guess that's fair. I she is kind of a selling point for me. I think she's a really underrated actress. I think because she is like one of the most beautiful people alive. Mm-hmm. Um, she kind of gets lumped into those people who are like too pretty to be talented. But I think she's actually a very good actress. I think she's very, very gifted. I think she's very talented and obviously gorgeous. But, um, you know, this this whole movie really doesn't do justice to her abilities. Because this came out like a year before Friends. Yeah. And, and that was when she really got to start to shine a bit. Yeah, no, there were quite a few moments in this movie that through no fault of her own, Jennifer Aniston looks a bit silly. And it's... Easily, yeah. It's <clears throat> it's the writing. It is the writing. And for some reason, she's always kind of typecast as this, like, this, like, idiot with eyelashes. Yeah. Or this, like, kind of uppity bitch. And it's like... In this one, she was kind of both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although, I don't think she's portrayed so much as an idiot in this one. But she is very, like, uppity, and she's very, like, I want to be in L.A. eating a, a salad with, with Evian. And it's, like, uh, it just didn't really serve the story much to me. And even the whole thing with her, like, being afraid of the, the spiders and, like, yeah. when she first meets Nathan and he's, like... And he's such a fucking asshole. He's a fucking bag of dicks. Yeah. He's a bag of dicks and first of all and misogynistic bag of dicks a misogynistic bag of dicks to be i think they were going for the fact that she had insulted him by like knocking knocking into him and and not apologizing but it's like he's still a bag of dicks because of the way he talks to her and like and continues to to do that for the rest of the movie (laughs) for the rest of the movie and he is just like a shining beacon of dumb like he is a fucking moron but (laughs) Uh, like I said, I will get into that. But until I do, let's start with this spider, shall we? Sh- sure. This, when she encounters the spider mm-hmm. in the basement, because uh, obviously, you know, uh, my only note for this was, fuck that spider in all caps. <laughs> it's a tarantula. It is a tarantula. It is a tarantula. It is a legit tarantula. And I was like, are there even tarantulas in North Dakota? I don't know. I feel like it's too cold there. Well... Me. Good news. You looked it up, didn't you? I looked up native spiders of North Dakota. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and took a picture of a chart that shows the most dangerous spiders in North Dakota. And I am here to tell you what they are. 
<laughs> we have the highly venomous Western Black Widow, which is, of Fair. course, very small. Mm-hmm. Uh, not very small, but small enough. And it yeah. has these long, it's ugly the size fucking of like legs. A- like a dime. Average house spider. Yeah. 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 I, I, they're big. Like, they're like... They're fat. They're Yeah, they're fat and gross. Uh, and who am I to talk? Um, <laughs> and then we have <laughs> the less venomous spiders. We have... And these are some of the best names for spiders I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> we have the long-bodied cellar spider, which is, as far as I can tell, disgusting. Yeah, it is no, like yellow that. and long-legged. These are not the in this picture are not really scaled, so mm-hmm. it's hard to say exactly how big any of them are. But um, then we have the dark fishing spider. Okay, which looks kind of fat and tar- it's tarantula-like in its appearance. Although I don't think it's as big as a tarantula, but it is fucking gross. I don't know if you can see it from here, really, but like no. it's the one all the way over here. It's like kind of fat. It's like mm-hmm. it's got those like fat legs. Yeah. It's like the Cardi B of spiders. You know what I mean? <laughs> now we get into the fun names. Okay. <laughs> we have the bold jumper. Okay. Which I was like, what is he, a fucking superhero? <laughs> He's like it's a trapeze artist. Yeah. <laughs> he works. He, he just got back from Cirque du Soleil. And boy are my legs tired. Then we have the cat faced spider. Okay. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? The cat face? Who got that close? It's like, like, I don't know. It looks kind of like a cat. It's the Jersey <laughs> devil of spiders. It just has the the body of a spider and the face of a cat. It's, it's... And the head of a mongoose. <laughs> and the head of a mongoose. But the face of a cat. And giant, beautiful breasts. Breasts. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, we have the cat face spider. I, and I think it's called that because the markings on its posterior look like a cat. Okay. I think that's where it got its name. Okay. Um, and it is gross look. It looks like a tick, if I'm being honest. Um, then you have the banded garden spider. Okay. Which looks really kind of gross and wily. Like, it looks like, uh, <laughs> it looks... I, I don't know. It's it's kind of creepy looking. Like, definitely one you don't want to find in bed. That's Ugh. that's how I would describe this one. Like, those really long front legs. Yeah, no, that's That are like, okay. I don't want them touching me. And then last but not least, this one I think has one of my favorite names. It's called the Silver Long-Jawed Orb Weaver. Wow. And I was like, that's involved. That is involved. The Silver Long-Jawed Orb Weaver. And I was like... First of all, it got its name, I'm assuming, from the kind of web it yeah. it creates. But it's also like long jawed, like it like it looks a little bit like Carrie Bradshaw. Um <laughs> I was like, what is this spider? Uh the the spider is typing away and it's like, Do flies hate me because I'm ugly, or am I ugly because flies hate me? Like th- that's how I imagine the silver <laughs> long jawed orb weaver. And those are the native spiders. Of of North Dakota. So never say this podcast isn't educational. We are educational and informative tonight. You're <laughs> fucking welcome. But the point is the big brown tarantula is not among them. No, there's no fucking tarantula in North <laughs> the Dakota. The big fuck you tarantula is not a native species of spider to North Dakota. And I was like, and fuck you for putting it in there. How yeah. dare you? Although, you know, it's funny. Um, 
having uh having like th- the spiders like that it, they're so gross i really don't like spiders and that's why i think that uh fucking what's his name kevin bacon light mm-hmm. uh nathan is such a fucking dickhead because he literally says uh i don't uh, and after she's like freaking out about the spider, he's like, I don't know many guys that are afraid of houses. And I'm like, how about guys that are afraid of fucking houses that have goddamn tarantulas in them? You fucking <laughs> dipshit. Like, I, I hate him so much. And I hate that she finds him attractive because yeah. I think he looks like a fucking dope. Like, he looks like he couldn't find his ass with a map. And... Just like he has, I'm that, glad like, we're in agreement about this because I was I was kind of afraid that I was going to be sitting here hating on Nathan the whole time, and you were going to be like, I'm "No, so bad." I, and I don't often feel this way about guys in in horror movies. I'm usually a little more forgiving, but this guy, I just fucking hate. I even wrote when he said, "I don't know many guys that are afraid of houses." I was like, "Let me introduce you to my friend George Lutz." Like, this is actually a thing. <laughs> you fucking dick. <laughs> you mental. I almost said something bad. Uh, you <laughs> no. fucking dope. I, I don't have enough bad words for for, for Nathan. Uh, and I'm sure that this actor is is fine, Ken Olant, but I am going to make fun of his appearance because I can. He is just like, he looks like if Kevin Bacon swallowed a lot of marbles, doesn't he? Like he has that oh, weird yeah. 80s, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like not a mullet. But it's almost a mullet. Yeah, it's like that, it's like just thin, poofy. shaggy bullshit hair that like every child molester in the eighties had. Yeah, but it's like poofy in front a little bit. It's like poofy and blown out, and it's like you belong on a sex offender registration. Like <laughs> you are disgusting, and I don't like you. And he probably has bad breath. I'm assuming, <laughs> I, it, like, if I had to guess, he has bad breath. That's. That's fair. That's a fair assumption. I <laughs> I don't even have anything to follow that up with. Like, I can't even. Like... He's just a fucking dickhead. <laughs> and it's like, how can you have two of the best male characters or two of the like one amazing male character and one awful male character in the same movie? Because you have the leprechaun. Yeah. Who is amazing. Yes. So much so that like I said. <laughs> um. I said that he is the quintessential uh, endlessly drunk Irishman. <laughs> he's like, like his jo- like in the beginning when he's like chasing Mr. O'Grady and Mr. O'Grady is shooting him with a six shot that doesn't yeah. run out of bullets. And he's like, uh, he's like, where's my gold? And he, I, I don't know why he's played by uh, Mrs. Garrett, but he is. Uh, and, and, and then he's like, he's like, where's my gold? And then uh, he gets shot six times. And he's like, yeah. oh, you think that hurts, do you? Oh, get that fucking clover off the roof. Oh, he's got a match. Have a heart attack you bastard let's get in the car i'll drive he's just like that like crazy drunk irishman who just like doesn't even know what he's saying it was like oh i'm still good i could have another guinness <laughs> i don't know how i got to drunk irish pissy. i don't i don't know how you got there either drunk irish pissy i like it though it i like saint living there so, you know. it's saint happy saint patrick's day drunk irish pissy <laughs> uh 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 that's that, by the way, that accent is dedicated to um, 
our, our friends in the in in, in Ireland, I almost yes. said the UK, but uh, in Ireland, and also our friends in the UK who are uh, Daniel, uh, DJ, and Lily. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed my Irish accent. Uh, I, you know, what's funny? I used to be very good at Irish accents. I almost played an Irishman in a show called A Man of No Importance in college. I was like, mm-hmm. it would have been like my star turn in college and they gave it to someone else and I was very upset about it. But um, that's another story for another day, I suppose. <laughs> but anyway, so... The- <laughs> so we hate Nathan. I hate him. I loathe him. I think he is a waste of space. I think he is just like... He is just useless for the entire fucking movie. And even after the leprechaun, like, even after he knows there's a leprechaun, he's still kind of, like, dopey about it. It's like... <laughs> he's like, oh, <laughs> I- I'm going to use this gun. Blah, 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 blah. I literally wrote down stupid things he was saying lady- later. I literally wrote the note, was Nathan eating the paint? <laughs> it says, the- there's that moment where the bicycle bell is sitting yeah. on the counter next to Ozzy. And who, by the way, is the guy who stole Pee-wee's bicycle? Yes, he is. Um, I don't know why this guy always gets typecast as, like, grown idiots. But, um, and the fucking bell is, uh, is sitting on the table next to all of them. And it's ringing. And Nathan walks into the room and goes, sounds like it's coming from the kitchen. And I was like... (laughs) Or from the bell no, on the table in right front there. of you, you fucking moron. The, the bell rings the first time. Jennifer has it. What's that? And he's like, sounds like a bell. I know. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, no shit, Sherlock. Like, You're kidding. <laughs> like, thank God you were here. Like, <laughs> never so, would have figured that out. I, li- I wrote, if the, he is like the, he is the quintessential like captain obvious and then there's the, the other moment after he gets his legs stuck in the yeah. fucking bear trap which and was my favorite part of the movie my easily easily <laughs> and then he takes out the gun and he's like oh he ran into the bushes and then shoots six times into the Everybody very shoots six clearly times. empty bush i know i shot him six <laughs> times but the bush has like three twigs in it like yeah. you can see through it and he shoot he's shooting the fuck out of this fucking bush and he's like uh what the fuck did he said um uh oh god i lost my spot oh Oh, no no. oh no where did it go (laughs) um i I, I lost it who knows (laughs) no i i I do know the moment you're talking about and he just i don't know everything about him with that gun it's just like Oh, it's because he goes, he says, I put six rounds in that because he looks behind the bush and surprise, there's no leprechaun there, yeah. even though you could fucking see through it. And it's, he's like, I put six rounds in that thing. And it's like, no, bitch, you put six rounds in a fucking hydrangea. Like, <laughs> you are the dumbest. Per- I, I don't even want to call him a person. He is, he is like a high functioning amoeba. That is the best way to describe Nathan. He is just a waste of brain cells. Yeah, the smartest person in this movie is 10 years old, so like... I know. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Alex. We do have Alex and Ozzy who are like the... the Comic relief. Comic relief. Except for the fact that this whole movie is comic relief. I know. I was like, (laughs) you can't have comic relief when your villain is the comic relief. That's like giving Freddy Krueger a comic relief. Like... Why would you even fucking do it? Yeah, why bother? Um, 
I I don't know. The the whole thing is just kind of crazy. Uh, we have talked a lot about how stupid this movie is. Um, what exactly do you think makes this a stupid movie? I mean, we've already said the writing, and I think that's a that's a big part of it. Massive, um, in my opinion. <laughs> if for no other reason than like. <clears throat> I was getting actually angry watching this film. (laughs) And it has mostly to do with Tori and Nathan, because, like, every time they interact, I'm like, bitch, why are you chasing this guy? I don't know. Like, look at him. Like, Like, look at the way he talks to you. Like, my God, are we supposed to want you two to get together? Like, it's it's like she's chasing a loaf of dry bread. Like yeah. it, he is just like he's like a potato with hair. It's just is he's awful, and I hate him. Not I, to harp on this, but I promise I won't mention Nathan again. Just so we. But one more time. <laughs> but no, like for me, it's at the end of the movie when. Uh, when things really start to go off the rails, yeah. like when she's like, I'm going to drive to the hospital and find Mr. O'Grady to figure out how to kill this thing. And it's like, you know where the fucking, first of all, you know where the last piece of gold is yeah. because Ozzy fucking told you he ate it, which <laughs> by the way, let's how? start there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's basically a cat. He was like, how does this feel in my teeth? Oh my God, I ate it. Like he, he and then I've like, never seen a cat do that. <laughs> Like where it's just like chewing on something and that's like (laughs) and like accidentally swallowed it. And it's like, Ozzy, you are the dumbest fucking person. Like, how do you accidentally eat a gold coin? It's like eating a silver dollar. Like, yeah, it was not a small coin. It was not a small coin. He'd have to be checking to see if it was gold with his uvula. Like, this this man (laughs) belongs in an institution. Um but they, she's, uh, Tori is going to go to the hospital to find Mr. O'Grady, O'Grady yeah. and they're, they, they decide to, and let's talk about this for a second. Yeah. They're like, we're going to distract him with shoes <laughs> <laughs> because the leprechaun can't help but shine shoes, which is like, what? Uh, and so they're throwing shoes at the leprechaun. He's shining them. And then she gets in the car. Yes. And drives away. Yep. She just fucking drives away. And I, <laughs> I I was like, did nobody else think to get in the fucking car? <laughs> like, what what is this? No, that she was They're like too busy throwing a fucking DSW at him. They can't like And it's like, what were what was their plan to stay and fight the leprechaun? With shoes. With shoes? Yes. And it's like, what were you going to do? If they were smart, what they would have done is like, as he was shining them, just like keep kicking dirt on him. Just like <laughs> pro- prolong this as long as they fucking could. And he's just like, stop kicking dirt on my shoes. And they're, and they're just like, tee-hee, dirty shoes. And like, this movie could have been 10 minutes long. It really could have been. I said it could have been 10 minutes long because like... At what point was anybody just going to stick their fucking finger down Ozzy's fucking throat? throat and be like, okay, dude. Or like, give him a fucking, take him out for Indian. Like, what, what, <laughs> what, you can't get this guy to shit? He's massive. I guarantee he had a huge meal today. Just tell him to go fucking poop. It's so ridiculous. 
I just, I don't know. Like, this is supposed to be like a slasher movie, I guess. A slasher and, leprechaun movie. But like, nobody dies, really. Like, we've got the, what, the cop, the shop owner, Mrs. O'Grady, and Mr. O'Grady. Yeah. And I think that's it. <clears throat> yeah, not a lot of people die. I mean, the dad gets bitten. Yeah, he gets There's bitten. There's some gore. Like, also, the dad is way more attractive than Nathan. If she had fallen in love with her dad, that would have been more acceptable to oh, me oh my God. than fucking Nathan. <laughs> Literally, or just in a, in my uh, a frame of speech. Um, what the hell was I going to say? I, I don't know. I don't remember. Like, the kills are kind of goofy. Like, they're not particularly scary or even that gory. I mean, there is some gore. Like, especially when the... when. The leprechaun does finally get the the clover down the throat, and he's yeah. he's like falling down the well and all that shit. Um, there is some gore there, and when the dad's hand gets bitten, that's kind of gory. The thing, the whole thing with uh, Ozzy's ear. Yeah, and let's talk about this for a second. Uh, fucking Alex, <laughs> he's like the thing bit my ear off. The thing bit my ear off, and he's like, dude, chill. And it's like, hey, I know a leprechaun just ate the ear off your head, but could you? <laughs> calm down for a second and it's like this guy's having a fucking and i don't know what it is about the 90s with having these like these like idiot savant characters it was like why do why does every movie have to have this this like person working at a deficit i i really just was like why is ozzy why is he like this why was this necessary was it just so that you had a childlike person to tell Jennifer Aniston she had to believe in four-leaf clovers? Yeah, I'm not really sure what the purpose of that was. Because you had a fucking 10-year-old. <laughs> you you could have had him do it. I mean, I guess it's supposed to be a juxtaposition. Like, look at, like, here's this really childlike adult versus this really adult-like child. But, mm. so I guess it's supposed to be funny, but it's, it comes off as kind of insulting, actually. It, <laughs> like, it's it a really little offensive. Was. It was, like, offensive and kind of unnecessary. It felt a bit like they were playing at things. And I was like, this is stupid and, uh, frankly, unnecessary. Especially when you have a kid in the movie anyway. Like, it yeah. could have they their roles easily could have been reversed. And uh, it did not need to be this, like, uh, fucking bizarre. I, I, I don't know. I just... Uh, there are so many things in this movie that just don't, they just don't make any sense to me. Like Nathan. Nathan is just, oh my God. <laughs> I can't let it go. I have, I have so much. He's just a fucking dipshit. He is a fucking dipshit. Like when they come back to the house after the after the leprechaun had been there and like shined the shoes and like tore the place up but left all the shined shoes on the table. Yeah. And he they walk in and they're like, What the fuck happened here? And he's like, Could have been a bear. And I was like, <laughs> What? I was like, Yeah, because bears love cleaning shoes. Like, good thing there wasn't dry cleaning. Who knows what that would have been? Like the the pot the opossums here really love oh I had a note about opossums speaking of uh <clears throat> like like what fucking animals in North Dakota love leaving clean shoes on the fucking table <laughs> um but when the 
when the dad gets bitten, yeah, um, uh, right before the leprechaun is like, it's when the yeah. leprechaun has just escaped, and he's, <laughs> he's like, like feeling up Jennifer. Anderson, he's yeah. like, feeling, he's like <laughs> stroking her her shin, yeah. from underneath the car. Which, by the way, is the most Harvey Weinstein moment of this entire <laughs> fucking movie. But uh, he like, first of all, I was like. What, how long are Nathan's nails that she thought this was him? He, like, he has these real. like talons. He looks like he just came from a nail salon in the Bronx. Like he 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 has these talons. And I was like, I was like, who do you think is stroking your leg? And she's like, I thought it was Nathan. I thought it was Nathan. And then the dad's like, uh, he, he's like, uh, uh, it must have been. Uh, a, a fucking up, yeah, yeah. He's like, it must have been a <clears throat> possum, and I was like, what are the possums like in North Dakota? <laughs> Everyone's on a sex offender list. Like, why the, the possums just come up and like stroke you wo- lovingly, stroke yes. women's bare legs? Like, why is this? <laughs> also, in this moment, I noticed something. What's that? I don't know if you caught it. Did you? Probably that not. Our favorite. The voiceover cat artist from the eighties <laughs> makes a return. <laughs> Another distinguished role uh, on the resume because <laughs> yeah, they they hear like meowing from coming from a log. They're like, oh, it must have been a cat. It was a cat. Yeah, because cats rub people's cats legs. Also do that. Yes, uh, I love. I love. I it mean, when... they do rub your legs, but not with their paws. And they're also not. Well, most of them are not like name the last time you saw a sphinx cat in the wilderness of North Dakota. <laughs> like they're not hairless. Um and all of a sudden you hear coming from the the fucking downed tree, it's like meow meow meow. It's like the most articulated meow, and you're like, Oh, he's back. Thank God. He 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 it must have been years it was since a long he worked. Career. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I will say there are some merits to this movie. Are there really? There are. I think so. Okay. Don't you? I think, again, Warwick Davis. Warwick, um, my next note after the thing about the cat was that, um, (laughs) what did I say? I said, um, Warwick Davis dressed as a leprechaun riding a tricycle is exactly what I came here for. (laughs) (laughs) Manically riding a bicycle the, uh, down the road. Also, the wheelchair scene when he's oh, when he's chasing, when he's chasing her, her, her in the, the wheelchair. Oh, yeah. and can we talk about this scene for uh, before we get onto things that are good? Let's talk about one more fucking bad thing. When she walks in and the, and the cop is sleeping. First of all, of course. Oh, the cop died. Yeah, we I had the that. cop. Um, and I do want to talk about that soon too. That was a merit of the movie, actually. Oh, okay, in my opinion. Um. She walks in and there's like a folder sitting in front of him that just says room numbers. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, good. Uh, thank God. The, it, the, it just says room numbers. I was like, why couldn't they just look for the folder that says how to kill a leprechaun? Like, the, the, what, what more Where obvious? Where in the world is Daniel O'Grady? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I was like, this is so fucking stupid. Um, but yes, I do think I do think him chasing her through the hospital in the yeah. wheelchair is, is definitely is incredibly funny. Did you have any other ones? Um, I think the makeup for the leprechaun was really well done. 
the makeup yes the I, that was actually a note i made um it was done by a, uh, it was designed by a guy named gabe uh martalos and okay. uh really well done I, he did the leprechauns makeup i don't know if he did the effects makeup although i would assume if he did the leprechauns he probably did most of that as well i would think yeah um yeah, I would say the 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 look of the leprechaun is definitely creepy. Like I was creeped out by the leprechaun as a kid. Yeah, I can see that. Like it's it still doesn't look goofy, but it it's very overstated and it's mm-hmm. very like kind of over the top. It's kind of caricature-y, which I actually liked. I think it makes him look less real, which is kind of the point. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. It's like he's kind of a surreal character in a real world mm-hmm. scenario. Um and I I agree with that. I think I think that he does look overstated but somehow believable. Yeah, no, they they do a good they do a good job of making him fit. Yeah, he definitely fits in the world that they've put him in. In a in a very strange <laughs> almost peewee-esque way. Um, I also said one of like there are there are some I don't want to say decent scares, but there are things, especially in the beginning of the movie, that are definitely creepy. Like when everyone's walking up the basement stairs and you know the leprechaun is in there somewhere. Yeah. And they're walking up the stairs. They do it they do have a really good tension building moment where it's kind of focusing on the space between the stairs. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh my God, is the leprechaun gonna reach through and grab yeah. somebody as they're walking up? Because that was, I think, any kid's like worst fear was those like rickety ass stairs that like yeah. something could reach through and grab you. That scared the shit out of me. Things like that. <clears throat> I mean, the basement stairs are always a always a thing with little kids. Like, you know, you don't walk up basement stairs until you're like 16. Oh, yeah. And even to this day, there are times I find myself like just hustling Hurrying my bustle. a little bit of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's funny. Like, I I don't have a problem with my basement stairs at all. Other people's basement stairs, I'm like, I'm just going to hurry a little bit. And you have creepy basement stairs. I, I know, but for some reason, like, I'm just not afraid of my basement. Your basement scares the crap out of me. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It, it is horrific. <laughs> I like my basement. It's it's nice, it, but it's it's unfinished. It is So unfinished. it's all stone and, like, and all this stuff. And it just, like... It has a little bit, not the way Jessica's does, but it does definitely have a little bit of a like uh, a Buffalo Bill <laughs> feel to it. Um, and it, it, how old is your house? Do you know? Uh, it was built in the 30s, so it's an older. So house. it's almost 100 years old. And that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. It like it definitely has that kind of old house feel to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and old house basements scare the crap out of me. That's fair. Uh, not that I think there's anything wrong with your basement, but it it definitely creeps me out a bit. Um, was there anything else you liked about the movie? Uh, no, I think I'm going to call it there. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple things. I, I did really like Warwick Davis. I really liked... Um, I should qualify this. I really don't like jeans of the 90s. Right. Like, I hate high-waisted pants, and especially, like, high-waisted jorts. But 
I really like Jennifer Aniston's shorts in this. I like the kind of like patchwork shorts she's wearing. I don't necessarily like the cut, although Jennifer Aniston has a great figure, so mm-hmm. they look good on her the way anything would look good on a person who who looks as good as Jennifer Aniston does. Um, but I like the style. I like the kind of like patchworkiness of it. It seems a little... Um, in a strange way, I actually don't think it's appropriate for the character because it kind of makes her fit into this kind of farm style setting where it's like it, it almost feels like retro farm house style to me of like the, the yeah, patchwork pants. it was one pants. of those things like when she first shows up and she's like bitching about it not being Beverly Hills. I'm like, you're dressed like you're fucking Darla Jean. I don't understand yeah. why. It, she doesn't like, fit that character at all. No. Seemingly. Um yeah, I don't know. I, and again, it's like this movie does play to a lot of the a lot of the fears that I had, like the basement stairs thing, um, the kind of endless predation thing that yeah. I've talked about a lot on the podcast, and even like something as stupid as like when the leprechaun is under the car. That is mm-hmm. a big fear of mine. That's I'm fair. always afraid of someone being under my car or in the back of my car or some kind of crazy shit mm-hmm. you know um does it play to any of your fears i had kind of an easy time with this one like i didn't it's not a very scary movie it's really not um i think the only part that kind of creeped me off funnily enough was when he's chasing her through the hospital in the wheelchair because she mm. gets to the elevator and like we're waiting on the elevator but we're not waiting that long. So it's not a very well executed scare. It's like Well, and it's a scare that was like stolen almost directly, directly from, from Halloween, Halloween 2. <laughs> and obviously was done far better in Halloween 2. Far It is uh, that chase scene is one of my like top 3 scary moments in a horror movie. Yeah, no, it's tense every fucking time. In Halloween 2, I mean, not, yeah, the, no, I not the leprechaun <laughs> chasing her in a wheelchair. <laughs> no, but it's just they keep cutting back to him, like, and he's going really fast, and the music is kind of zany, and, like, it's like... Yeah. And then it cuts back to Jennifer Addison, and it's like, dun, 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 dun. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, tee-hee, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> It cuts back to him, it's like, uh, it's like, <laughs> so it was sort of undercut a bit by by some zany choices and the fact that like she presses the elevator button and the elevator comes like two seconds later it's like, oh yeah <laughs> it's like oh it just happened to be on my floor yeah it's it's like i don't know if i can say it scares me but like the the idea of being in a situation where I need to get away and having to wait on something else means <clears throat> to do that mm. um, does scare me. You mean like someone driving off in the car and leaving you to throw shoes at a leprechaun? <laughs> <laughs> something like that, you mean? Something like that, yeah. Um, I do think that some of the kills in this movie are okay. Well, I should say one of them. Um for me, it's really the cop. I, like, am I crazy for kind of enjoying the cop's death? No, it's kind of the closest it comes to being a horror movie for me. Like, uh, well, yeah, but I also like, I don't know. 
I, I maybe maybe I'm being a little too political, but like the cop like pulls him over, yeah, just kind of for being a little person in a little car, and then he's like, ah, oh, step out of the car. I'm a fucking piece of shit, and then <laughs> and then. Like, watching him get his ass handed to him, I was like, oh, I have wanted to do this on several occasions. (laughs) Like, it was just nice to watch him kind of, like, get fucked up by the leprechaun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, I just, I liked, I liked the cop's death. Again, it was the closest thing we had to a... um, A, a horror movie death. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I think it's also, I think it's creepy the way he can mimic voices and things like that. Like, that's, yeah. that's creepy. Yeah, because he can he can manipulate people and yeah. kind of fuck with them a bit. Um, I... I also... I don't want to say I enjoyed it, but there is... Some of the humor in this is actually enjoyable. Yeah. Like, the the leprechaun is funny. He is funny. You know what I mean? Like, I said the thing before with him, like, prying his hand off the stove. And even when, uh, uh, when he kills the fucking, what's his name? The, uh, what's it called? The coin guy? The shopkeeper. The shopkeeper. Um, I, I kind of liked... His little rhyme. His little did. rhyme. He said, this old man, he played one. He played pogo on my lung. And I was like, that's a great <laughs> rhyme. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he's like stabbing this guy in the chest with a pogo stick. And also, can we talk about for a second the fact that like Ozzy and Alex bring this shopkeeper a, 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 a gold coin that he calls literally invaluable. Yeah. And then he goes, can I keep this overnight to value it? And they're like, yeah, sure. It's like, are, are you stupid? Like, right. like I have lived long, long enough in this world to know that like, you don't leave the invaluable coin right. with this motherfucker. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, why not? Yeah. Keep my coin. I'll just drink this Drano too. I'm getting mighty thirsty. Like it's so, it made me so mad. Cause I was like, what? And then on top of it, my, one of my other favorite moments in that scene is when they go in the, when he goes in the basement to his little safe. Mm-hmm. Did you happen to notice the doll that was on top of the safe? I did not. Oh. <laughs> Let me tell you about this doll. Okay. <clears throat> it is horrific. <laughs> Probably scarier than the leprechaun if I'm being honest. It looks like if, you know, Blade from yeah. Puppet Master? Mm-hmm. The little, the little doll with the, the knife hand? Yeah. It looks like if he was a drag queen. <laughs> it like... <laughs> it is horrific. It's this like pale white doll with like very few facial features and like long black hair. It's horrific. Absolutely horrific. I'm surprised it didn't kill the leprechaun. (laughs) If I'm being honest, like I thought that was how this was going to end. That would have been hilarious. Like this movie just takes a turn halfway through and it's just like, (laughs) (laughs) leprechaun's like, oh shit. (laughs) Yeah. It, it was so, it, it, I literally was staring at it and I was like, what the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> um 
what what am I forgetting about this movie? What am I like? I I feel like we've gone through so much of it at this point. Do you consider this a St. Patrick's Day movie? I mean, it's certainly the only horror movie that I would consider a St. Patrick's Day movie. Um, I mean, I don't really, I can't really think of any other time of year that I would want to watch it. I mean, it's definitely not a Halloween movie. No. <clears throat> but it does usually, it is one of those like kind of awful, I don't want to say B-movies because it's not technically a B-movie, but it's one of those awful and I'm using real heavy air quotes here, scary movies yeah. that like always makes the rounds through the streaming and cable <clears throat> on demand sections because it's like nobody wants to watch it anyway. Yeah. So it's like it's always there around Halloween because it's like an easy horror movie to put up that they know no one will pay to watch. Um, I I don't know. I, I, I feel like I would be doing it a disservice by saying that I hate this movie because I really don't. There are definitely things I like about it, but for all intents and purposes, this is a bad movie. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty bad movie. Like, I don't even know how to quantify it. Like, I'm, I'm not sure how to describe how bad this movie is. It is particularly like, terrible. It's like everything from the from the writing to the acting to the. Although like, I do think Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, is Jennifer the same Aniston thing. and Warwick Davis both do a really good job, mm-hmm. but like the rest of the rest of this is just. And you know who else I'm going to give a gold star to? Who? The O'Grady's. Really? Yeah, I liked them. Okay, they were fun characters. I just I love any drunk old Irishman. So okay, Mr. O'Grady definitely. Uh, he definitely gets a page of my my book of of saviors in this film. Okay. Um, there's no page for Nathan. No. But uh, Mr. and Mrs. O'Grady definitely get a page. Because I liked Mrs. O'Grady. I felt bad for her. Uh, she had so much thrust upon her that she just like... <laughs> There was no reason for sitting this at poor home, woman. waiting for her husband to come home from like his mother's funeral. Yeah, and and she's like, and she's like, what the fuck is this guy talking? Leprechauns, like, get this shit and out of my house. His mother must have been like a hundred eight, like because <laughs> they were not young. <laughs> I know they were like ninety two, and this he's like, my mother died. Over <laughs> his mother was the oldest living uh, pint of Guinness. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I I wouldn't say that this movie is without its merits, but for all intents and purposes, it is kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, like, there's... <laughs> I think the only redeeming quality is I do think it's one of those movies that, like, is so bad that watching it to make fun of it can be a good time. Yeah, watching it to make fun of it is fun. Yeah, like, but watching it just to watch it I can't see why you would. Yeah, nor would I recommend it, if, no. I'm, if I'm being honest. Um, you know who doesn't get a gold star or a page in, in the Book of Accomplishments is Mark Jones, <laughs> who wrote and directed this heinous hemorrhoid of a movie. Um, I, I do think Warwick Davis and Jennifer Aniston are the saving graces. That said... Eh. <laughs> yeah, like, like this movie really doesn't. It, it's it's not even bad enough to inspire like true hatred. It's not like yeah, like I can't sit here and rail against it either. Like it's just kind of. I mean, I could. Well, 
I could rail against Nathan because he, and can we talk while we're on the topic? (laughs) (laughs) You are obsessive. The scene in the diner. Yeah. Where he takes her shoe. Well, yes. And also she's like, I don't need anything that that's alive. And he's like, well, what about your shoes? And it's like, die in a fire, you sack of shit. But also what the fuck is he eating? Yeah, it looked, it like looked like slop. Yeah, I couldn't really tell what it was. Although I did like the diner, if I'm being honest. It reminded me of Spaceballs. I expected someone <laughs> to stand up at the end of the counter and be like, check, please. Like, it's one of those like old 50s style diners. And I was like, oh, I would go there for like a really shitty meal one day. It reminded me of the diner from Friday the 13th. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Do you like old school diners? I can't, I can't say that I've really been to very many. Hmm. But like the experience is, the experience is fun. I guess that's fair. <laughs> um, am I forgetting anything about this movie? <laughs> I feel like the answer is not enough. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that there's there's really anything else that Warren's talking about. I, I mean, I can't think of anything. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I suppose if we really wanted to, we could talk about Ozzy and the whole kind of like, kind of being insensitive to people uh, who have learning disabilities. But if I'm being honest, I don't even have it in me to have the conversation tonight. I'm like, it just like, all that really needs to be said is that it is very insensitive. So it's like, fuck it, who cares? (laughs) That's all you really need to know about this moment. Um, yeah, I don't think I've, I don't think I'm forgetting anything else. Uh, I don't know. Do you do you guys think that I'm forgetting something? If you do think that we've forgotten something about this heinous butthole of a film, um, please feel free to write in and let us know. We would love to hear your comments uh, and and questions, concerns, or. If you just want to write in about um, how Nathan is just a fucking sack of useless hokin' fucking pokin' country-ass dirt, uh, who happens to be <laughs> Kevin Bacon's untalented, stupid fucking understudy, uh, feel free. I would love to hear it. <laughs> I don't have enough bad things to say about this character. Um, yeah, that's, I think that's, I think I'm calling it a wrap on Leprechaun. That is it for Leprechaun. Let us know what you think of the movie and happy St. Patrick's Day to all of you out there. I hope you, uh, I hope you had a fun one. I hope you all have a, are still buzzed. So that's it for us this week. We will be back with another mini, mini microsode at patreon.com slash my spooky gay family this Monday and uh, another brand new main episode next week. So until then, stay spooky and remember. Fuck you, lucky charms. My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Elon, and this episode contains clips from Leprechaun, distributed by Trimark Pictures 1993. 
Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Duel Productions. <laughs>